0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. We're going to call it No Stuntin' Friday. All along, you thought your team had the juice. Now you're on the couch with me talking about the truth. It's your boy, OG. And if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. I got what you need. I got what you want. Friday's quick hits. No need to front. Let's dive right in. First, we're going to talk about our guy, Sean Payton. Stepping away from... Stepping away from the Saints, imagine that. Sean Payton, Payton, Mr. Too Cute for his own good. Has rubbed some star players the wrong way. Him stepping down means Dallas is a real possibility. It, It also means, McCarthy, you might just be on the clock. But with his ego getting away, he is a Parcells disciple. i take him over McCarthy any day. But, you know... If he came to Dallas, I would actually feel like we got a shot. But, like I said, his ego, and sometimes to just being a little too cute. I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. I think it's crummy him stepping away from the Saints after he put them in so much debt. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, second thing the coach's carousel we got Byron Leftwich, who hasn't been named the coach of the Jags yet, but I'm sure it's coming in the future. Uh, They're just leaving us out there. And and now the Denver Broncos uh, hire uh, the Packers' OC, Hackett, uh, Paul Hackett's son, former OC of the Cowboys, and numerous other teams. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a retread of coaches. Uh, Dan Quinn just said he's uh, coming back to the Cowboys. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I like Dan Quinn. He's not a head coach. He's a coordinator. Some guys, I'm like, there's no way you can look at his body of work in Atlanta and go, yeah, I want that guy. They did make a Super Bowl appearance, but once Shanahan left on the offensive side of the ball, it was over. But, like I said, Quinn's a good guy, just not a head coach. And, like I said, I think there's not going to be much of retreads, so we're going to get some new blood. Let's see how that pans out. Now it's baseball, the Hall of Fame, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa. Listen, baseball for the last decade or so can't seem to get out of its own way. These so-called baseball peers are the are the ones that's killing the game. Uh, these are the guys that couldn't make the t-ball team back when they were 12. And they somehow feel like they're exacting their revenge by being columnists or As I call them, haters. Okay, Pete Rose bet on baseball. I get it. He lied all the time saying that he did. not But they actually had evidence that said he did. But they didn't keep him away from baseball. He just couldn't be in the Hall of Fame. If you go to the Hall of Fame every year, he's there signing baseball cards, etc., etc. But they had evidence to keep him. Like, they should have just erased his name. But no, it was good for baseball. Roger Clemens got caught with the smoking needle. I, st- I still think he was a Hall of Famer. Come on. Roger Clemens was a Hall of Famer before the steroid era. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he got caught with the smoking needle. It is what it is, but he should still be in the Hall. And Barry Bonds, probably maybe one of the best five players to ever, to ever live, was a three-time MVP before the steroid era. Never tested positive. No proof, but you know, they had no proof. He never, nobody ever told him, but he's out. He's out in the cold, too. Like, how are you going to have the Hall of Fame without this guy? You You have rapists, petty thugs, you know, super crooks in the Hall of Fame, but you're going to hold these guys out for taking something it's it's ridiculous and they want to know why people i love baseball but but i rarely watch it anymore uh them trying to speed it up is a joke make it impossible to afford in the inner city has really soured me on it when they go overseas and they build academies for dominicans cubans latinos overseas i'm not taking it out on them but you can't build a freaking clubhouse in the inner city where the kids can come play baseball where, where it's affordable these, these damn travel teams, you know the parents can't afford it. So, I felt like they tried to take black people out of baseball. And basically, they have. Nobody's checking for baseball players anymore. And with this new uh, labor agreement coming up, do yourselves a favor. Sign whatever you have to sign. Because if they go on strike, baseball is dead. It's on life support right now. But if you do that, it's going to be dead dead. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. These, guy, these guys sit up in the booths and write about baseball or how they love it. What version are you talking about? Because the version I see now, you have a bunch of semi-athletic white guys running around. I mean, some of the guys are, are great. I mean, probably the best player in baseball is my man to play for the Angels. But I mean, he's no Ken Griffey. He's no Barry Bonds. That's it. And then if you look at this crop of Hall of Fame players that's coming up next year, Big Papi is the only one got in. And to me, Big Poppy's borderline Hall of Famer. I, he wouldn't have got in on my ballot. But, you know, he had a lot of home runs. He was one-dimensional. But he, he wouldn't have got in on the first ballot. And then you look at these guys coming up next year. Man, to say it's a joke. If, if nobody got in this year, nobody's definitely... Nobody's definitely getting in next year. It's sad. Sad but true. Another quick hit. No Brady this year in the Final Four. First time in a long time. I don't miss him. It's time for him to go. The rest gave him a hint. TB12. Busted lip. No flag. The ride's over, Tom. Take your seven rings and go. He is not my GOAT quarterback. He is the most accomplished. You know he's a gamer top five dead or alive i'm gonna give him that you know what i'm saying the mechanic do more with less i'll give him all of that but if i'm starting a franchise he is not the guy i'm picking and neither is half of the guys out there in the world yeah he has seven rings but he played in a weak division uh they got to the playoffs every year and like i said bill belichick is the best at playing situational football. And that's what football is right now. Situational football. Making decisions. Tough decisions. This conservative's decisions. the guys that get beat. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Time to go, Tom. Because this year, you got to walk away. Next year, maybe not. I'm just saying. Now the NBA trade deadline. Another quick hit up. It's going to be interesting, uh, James Harden want to reunite with Daryl Morey in Philly, but nobody is trading for Ben Simmons until he plays, and yes, he's going to have to play in Philly again. He has no leverage, the league is trying to make an example out of him, and he's still too arrogant to understand that his reputation is taking hit after hit. Wait till your next contract. Just wait till your next con- contract, and God forbid you get hurt. You want a cautionary tale? Got two words for you. Boogie cousins. Moving on. Another quick hit we got today. We have uh college endorsements. Uh Deion Sanderson Shador. He just got a big endorsement from Gatorade. And you know, I believe these kids should get paid. It's a level of the playing field. More in football than in basketball. I mean, college football is still great to watch. College basketball gives me a headache. I mean, not everybody's a superstar, but AAU has everybody thinking they the one. Wrong. I mean, I mean, you get to these big time. You only get you only get to be big time once, and if it's in college, then so be it. Like I said, these kids should 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 have been getting paid. Now the schools are trying to make it all about oh the kids are selfish. No, the kids have options now. They don't have to stand under your reign of terror, and it's terrifying. Hey, how about NCAA? How about you investigate? I dare you. I dare you. Because you want to know the dirty side? Investigate. It's like investigating yourself. But like I said, I'm not begrudging the kids. It is hurting the sports. uh, The way you look at sports. The way you view sports. But it's been a long time coming. And I'm not begrudging anybody by getting that money. Because I mean it's basically old to him. That's it. And last on the quick hits, we got the farewell to Big Ben. I mean, the best bump compliment I can give Ben is he's a gamer. I mean his story career started out rocky. But I mean but he made an impact, no doubt. But to say he was better than Bradshaw, who had four rings and was never a game manager is a stretch. I mean the thing about him is, I think he realized a little too late that all things come to an end. Because this should have been over three years ago. He will be a unanimous first battle Hall of Famer. And his bust should just read Gamer. That's all I got for you, Ben. Okay, let's get into these, these games this weekend. First, we're going to have the uh, 49ers and the Rams. Well, you know, both coaches, they have history. You're on the same staff in Washington. And Shanahan has own McVay. But McVay has all the toys and looks to make the outcome different with his newest toy, Matt Stafford, who have to stare down the 49er D, who just held two juggernauts way below the average. Let's talk Dallas 17 points, and then the great Aaron Rodgers to only 10 points. I mean, it's not so much Jimmy G has to be Montana like, he just can't give the Rams more chances. The biggest question is, will the 49ers out tough the star-studded Rams? We gon' see. Then we got the Bengals and the Chiefs. I'm telling you, now the Bengals have a shot unless Burrow gets sacked nine times again. Because if you give the ball back to the Chiefs that many times, it'll be over before halftime. Nobody else stopping Burrow's and Chase unless he spends most of his time on his rear. The Bengals not stopping Mr. Deuce's. Travis Kelsey and my homeboy. For the Chiefs is about redemption. For the for the Bengals is about being next. I hope it's a good game. But, but dreams die in Arrowhead. Ask Josh Allen. Okay, we're gonna like I said, college basketball. <clears throat> it's a headache to watch. I mean, pff, we're fundamentally unsound. Let's just say that. And uh, with the transfer portal, like I said, it's not like football because you don't know what you're going to get right away or if the chemistry fits or anything like that. I mean, it's horrible right now. It's hard to watch. But, like I said, I don't even go through the top 25. Now, I'm going to give you the top 10 because outside of that, it's not worth watching unless you got a relative that's on a team or something. It's not going to be good until the actual tournament. And this year, good luck with the brackets because nobody knows what who's good or who's not. But at least... You're going to know the top 10 teams you should check out. I'm going to expand it once the tournament starts. We're going to go ahead and get into it real quick. Uh, Auburn is the planet. Gonzaga is number one. The Tigers take over the top spot for the first time ever. Somebody finally listened listen to me about Gonzaga's schedule. And that, that, that sham of a conference they play in. And uh, the Tigers got scared this weekend, but they still held on. Auburn's at the number one spot. Number two, Gonzaga, still passing as a powerhouse. Like I said, their schedule and the league has been exposed. Number three, Arizona. If you want to watch a real team play, watch Arizona. College basketball is, is hard to watch at this time, but not these guys. The team nobody wants to play. Check them out. Number four, Baylor. After an ego check, the Bears are back. After dropping two, more talent than enough to win it again. We're going to see. Number five, Kansas. I've dubbed them the no-name guys. They keep racking up the wins. Big 12 tournament, I'm going to name the whole starting five. Looks like I said, I'm going to make them famous. But they're going to be famous before the Big 12 tournament. Watch and see. Number six, Purdue. Seems to have lost some chemistry. Untimely errors have cost them and, you know, drop them to six. I still think they're top five, but they're at six right now. They got some things to clean up, but they're going to be there around tournament time. Number seven, Houston. The Cougars' defense, defensive prowess, has kept them in the, in the you know, the thick of things, even with the best player being out. They're going to be there in the end also. Defense is, is a hot commodity. Not many teams play it. Not many teams know how to play it. Kelvin Sampson, the Houston Cougars, they know how to play it. Got number eight, UCLA. A bonafide top five. I mean, the politics, COVID, you know, losing one of their top front court players. And they're still in the top ten. Unbelievable. Watch them play. They're also going to be there in the end. Number nine. Duke's reign at the top was short as they fall to number nine. Reputation alone it's not going to cut it this year. And like I said, still no lead guard. That's Duke's Achilles. No lead guard. No championship run. Kills is not the guy. Roach is not the guy. You need to figure it out. And finally at number 10, we got Michigan State. Coach Izzo has the Spartans back on track holding number 10 spot. Big 10 basketball at its best. Okay, then we're gonna dip on over to the NBA. The, the big thing coming up, the All Star games coming up. Let's go ahead and get them starters out the way. Let's start first for the East. You got KD, of course. Who else would it be? The Grim, the Slim Reaper. You know, Easy Money Sniper. Yeah, of course, KD. You got Giannis, the Greek Freak. Who else? MBs, anchor in the middle. You got DeMar DeRozan. Yes, sir. And then you have Trey, Ice Trey, holding down at the point spot. Katie won't play because of the strained knee. Uh, They'll be naming, uh, I'm sure they're going to name his replacement, but they'll be naming the reserves tomorrow or uh, or by Monday at least. In the West, you have LeBron. Okay, this is what I want to know. Okay, LeBron plays point guard most of the time, but they got him in the front court. He hasn't played small forward since he was in Miami. They got him in the front court. He hasn't played power forward all year. I mean, okay, I get that they're on the positionless basketball thing, but pick a position. Is he the best point guard in pro basketball? No. Is he the best small forward in pro basketball? No. Is he the best power forward in basketball? No. He's simply the most popular. But moving on. You have LeBron, you have Wiggins. Uh, long time coming for this young man. He's a walking bucket. Uh, I don't know what happened with the work. Like I said, Steve Kerr knows how to coach talent. Talent. He's not a great X and O guy, but he knows how to coach talent. And he's made it easy for Wiggins so he can just do his thing. People forget Andrew Wiggins was the number one pick. He's got number one pick game. So, like I said, as much as they love Clay, and Clay can light it up and Clay can do incredible things. Can he's not as athletic as Wiggins? He's probably a better shooter, but as all-around player, no, he's not better than Wiggins because you don't go number one by mistake. I'm just saying. Uh, you got Joker in the middle. Everybody loves Joker. Joker's not going to lead anybody anywhere. Like I say, he can be neutralized, but he's putting up big numbers in his watered-down league, and he's he's the bridge between the, the United States and the Euro. I'm not down Joker's game, but I've seen better. And like I said, they want to give him the MVP again, but stop it. Then we have Steph, of course. Wouldn't be an All-Star game without Steph Curry. The chef is going to be there. And then, the surprise, Ja Morant. All you have to do is watch Ja play this year. That's it. Just watch him play. I mean, he busts on the scene. But good. He can explode, but Ja I know has to read the floor now. Ja doesn't wait to take over games now. Ja is the unquestioned leader of the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Western Conference has a problem. So that's the starting lineups for the All Star Game. Uh, it's glorified pickup. I hope they put a little in it this year, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, and I'm gonna give you a quick rundown of uh, the playoff teams right now right now in the pros. I'm not doing the whole 10 teams because half of them are not going to make it. We're going to start in the east with the Heat. They're holding the number one spot right now. Imagine that. Uh, tough, gritty. Jimmy Butler is not a franchise guy. And Talahiro is exactly where he belongs to bench. I look for them to fall down. Like I said, if Victor Oladipo comes back, then maybe they play good enough defense to to win a championship, but is at the offensive end where they're going to have a problem. And the leadership. Whose team is it? Jimmy Butler's, Bad Mata Bottles. Whose team is it? And then two spot is the Bulls. Injuries, COVID. DeRozan has to get his mojo back. He's been lacking for a little while. Zach is finally back. He's still not consistent enough. And my man uh, Caruso got hurt. So the spark plug is hurt. Uh, The young kid from Illinois, he's trying to pick up the slack. Kobe White's doing his thing. He's not getting traded now. But I don't expect him to be in the number two spot uh, when it comes playoff time. Number three spot, the Cavaliers. Yes, the three spot. Playing old school basketball. And guess what? It works. Now with Rondo at the helm. Hey, Lakers. Watch this. Number four, the Nets. James Harden. Doesn't want to ring. Kyrie doesn't know what he wants. Katie just want a hoop. Maybe he can get them to the finals because Nash's coaching won't. I either, I look for them to go back up once they get a healthy Katie. Number five, the Bucks. The Bucks are just getting healthy. Stay tuned. G- Giannis is here, but the Greek freak Greek freak hasn't arrived yet. Uh, he's coming. Believe me, he's coming. That's what I'm saying. The Nets better get out of that, get out of the five spot, the four spot. Because if they stay in the five spot, you might be going in the first round. That's all I'm saying. Number six, the 76ers. It's blasphemy there. This is low. Lack of leadership and maturity. And B's trying to get there. Doc's been lost it. And if they don't get something soon for, uh, for Ben Simmons to help, they're gonna be out in the first round again. And then they're gonna run Doc out of town. Don't have to worry about Bill, because if Ben Simmons doesn't play this year, they're gonna run him out of the league. He he's not getting a memo, but it's coming. Okay, number seven, the Hornets. I would not wanna play the Wild Bunch. Straight hooping. They don't care who you are. They they they're talking about Jordan. They have the Jordan mentality. Anytime, anywhere. That's their motto. They'll play you in, in, the, in the hotel parking lot. They don't care. They don't care who scored the points. They don't care who they plan to get Straight hooping. LaMelo Ball is a beast. And they should have paid Bridges because it's going to cost them now. That's all I'm saying. Number eight, Boston. Boston is basically wasting Tatum and Brown's time. Get Brad Stevens out of the organization and, he has no clue on what is it. he's just young. He knows basketball. But it let me give you the number one indictment against him. He's been in over his head. Gordon Haywood played for him in college. Gordon Haywood took a $4 million pay cut just to get away from him. That should tell you all you need to know. But if you want to fix it, Brad Stevens, let me give you, let me let me give you what you need to fix it. Go get IT and let him finish what he started. You guys gave him the shaft. You have no true leader. Yeah, Tatum can give you 50, but he can't lead a team. No. Put it on IT's back and let the young killers do what they do. But that's too much like right, so I don't expect you to do it. The Celtics won't be anything until they get Brad Stevens the hell out of the hot seat. He's got to go. Okay, that's it for the East. Let's go West now. Suns. Well, well the Suns are a well-oiled machine right now. You're going to have to beat them this year, CP3 or not. He could get hurt. They still could be in the mix. You know, they they, they everybody knows their role, and they play it to a T. He's got them thinking, believing, and they have everything you need to win a championship. Will they? I doubt it. But, hey, like I said, you're going to have to beat them, and they're back at the top spot. Surprise, surprise. Number two, Golden State Warriors. I mean, they've fallen back to earth. You know, steps gone cold. Uh, The killer rotation is in limbo with Clayback and no Draymond. All that, they still number two. That's scary. Okay, number three, Memphis, Ja Morant. That is all. Number four, the Jazz. As I said before, the Jazz peaked too early last year you know I think they're pacing themselves. I think they might do a little tweaking around the trade deadline. Uh we'll see. I don't expect them to fall any further than 6. They they might even move up once uh after the All-Star break and coach Snyder turns up the screws a little bit. I think uh you'll see Donovan Mitchell uh become more uh he'll become more of a leader this year. You know, I think he'll Get into to the average on about 30 come playoff time. They don't need them to do that if they want to advance. Okay, number five, the Mavericks. Luka is finally back, and there's been a unicorn sighting. Porzingis has, has showed up, and he's down with the program now. But Hardaway Jr. going down? Hmm, not a good thing. They got a lot of young players, but not many can shoot it like him. Okay, number six, Denver. Also, injuries and missing a star player, dangerous when healthy. But until they get healthy, I'm not really worried about them because, like I said, Joker can do his thing, but I don't see him leading them anywhere. Okay, number seven, the Timberwolves. Aunt Edward said he not for the losing. The youngsters' energy has has fired up the veterans. Minnesota is a problem. And they're in the seventh spot. They may uh, they may move up some. But, yeah, they're a problem. Ask the Lakers. They're a problem. Number eight, the Clippers. How are they in the eighth spot? No Kawhi. No Paul George. How is that possible? Well, I guess we're going to have to give old Ty loose some credit. We're going to have to give him some credit. I mean, I, you know, I've been hard on them because I said at the beginning of the year they should have went and got John Wall. I mean, Reggie Williams, I mean, Reggie uh, Jackson is not the answer at point guard. At some point, they'll figure that out. Uh, Kawhi's not coming back this year. So, like I said, he wouldn't play with a hangnail. He's damn sure not going to play with a with a, with a with a surgically repaired knee this year. He's going to have to come all the way back. But, uh, yeah, the Clippers are, are in there. I watched them play this year. They got the team thing going. They should. If Paul George was still there, they'd be higher than eighth. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting in the West. It's going to be interesting. Notice, the Lakers are not in the top eight spots. Uh, Anthony Davis came back last night. But it's going to be an uphill battle. And all I want to know is, all you LeBron fans, especially the ones that like to count how many times Michael Jordan got kicked out in the first round, What's it going to be like when LeBron get kicked out in the first round? What, you going to say 37? Because right now he's a world beater, averaging 32 points a game at age 37. But what's going to happen when he gets bounced out in the first round at 37? Are we going to go with, the oh, he's old? Or are we going to go with the normal? It's Russ' fault. Russ did it. Russ shot the ball. Yeah, I want to see. Or it's Frank Vogel's fault. Hell, it might be Dwight's fault. It's going to be somebody's fault other than LeBron's. Got some advice for you, Jenny Bus. He already destroyed your franchise once. He traded everybody that he traded is a bona fide star in the league right now, and he picked these also rans that he's running with right now. I'm not. I'm not talking about Russ because, like I said, Russ was bought there to be the scapegoat. Melo, number ten all time scoring. He's he planning his retirement. Dwight Howard too. He's still mad he's not on the top seventy five, and he should be. And Anthony Davis, they thought he was a superstar. He has superstar talent, but he's not a superstar. Too brittle, too soft. He's not that guy. And LeBron was never going to hand a torch over to him. That was just something he'd tell people. Ask Kyrie. Kyrie's the only one that held his feet to the fire. It was like, hey, guy, I was a number one pick, too, and got out of dodge. And he's better for it. Because even though he won the championship in Cleveland, Kyrie the to hit the shot. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's all I got for uh, you on Happy Friday on No Stunting Friday. Uh, Everybody get behind your team and uh, support them the best way you can. Even us guys on the couch. As always, it's your boy OG and I'm O-U-T. Happy Friday.